What are the major global security challenges for 2011? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Adrian Davis, Senior Research Analyst with the Information Security Forum. Adrian, it's a pleasure to talk with you again. Yes, hi Tom, how are you? Very well, thank you. Adrian, why don't you bring Good. us up to speed Good. on yourself and what your current work is these days? Yes, um, as you rightly said, I, I'm, a, I'm a principal research analyst with the Information Security Forum. Uh, my current areas of interest are unsurprisingly cloud computing and um, the work I'm, that I'm mainly concentrating on is actually to do with information security across the supply chain, which is a, a huge, huge um, area that we haven't tackled really, I think, as a profession in the last sort of four or five years. So, Adrian, as we reflect on 2010, particularly from your areas of concentration, what would you say have been the biggest global security stories? I think the first one has to be Stuxnet. Uh, I think we can't get away from the fact that here was a tailor-made, very sophisticated piece of malware um, that was written to do a particular job the fact, of course, that we found it, I think, all goes well for uh, the future. But it does get it does show that you know um, organisations, whether they be states or state-sponsored or even just organisations, are now prepared to invest the time and the money to write sophisticated bits of malware that are targeted at particular systems and are targeted at those that vulnerabilities within those systems. It also actually highlights the problem with SCADA, the, um, the sort of hidden IT in any organization, you know, the, the, um, the control devices that run our utilities, that uh, even run our bank telling of uh, machines. It shows that this is an area we still haven't really got to grips with. We've concentrated on, you know, the sexy things, PCs and routers and DNS attacks, but actually there's still a huge estate out there that we're not looking after and we're not protecting properly. I think that's my first big one. Uh, the second one for me, and, and uh, this is actually going to run going forwards in, into 2011, and probably be the biggest thing we have to deal with is the mobile device. It's exploded. Um, mobile phones only three or four years ago were just phones. Now they're cameras, music players, emails. And with the rise of the tablet, finally, um, they're becoming true multimedia portable devices. And I can see them replacing laptops in the next three or four years. Unfortunately, they are designed for the user, for functionality and for ease of use. They're not designed with security in mind. And as they come onto our corporate networks, I think we're going to see a lot of struggle to... Um, not only assimilate them, uh, get them working in the corporate environment, but to make sure that they can meet corporate security levels um, that we're used to on maybe our sort of more staid PC-type platforms. Now, a follow-up question for you, Adrian, and especially once your global perspective on this. As you know, we can sometimes be sort of U.S.-centric in the U.S., what would you say have been the biggest information security stories that have been unknown or ignored by many people in the U.S.? 
Um, I don't know if it's been ignored, but I would say one of the biggest stories has been the, um, the UK Information Commissioner and his new uh, powers to fine organisations. Basically, the, um, the UK Information Commissioner is it's an organisation that, that enforces data privacy and enforces the EU and the UK law on keeping uh, data stored on computers private. So there's a, there's a whole um, set of rules and regulations about how you can handle and process data. In the old days, the ICO had no teeth. If you lost data, he gave you a letter that said you've been a very naughty organisation, don't do it again. Now he can sign organisations up to half a million pounds per data breach. So if an organisation loses 30 or 40,000 bits of private consumer information, for example, he has the power to declare each of those an individual data breach, and if he believes the organisation has been negligent, he can fine you half a million times 40,000. Now, I'm not good at math, but that to me would make a dent in any company's profits. Plus, of course, all the unwanted publicity, because you get dragged through the court, not only for criminal, but also for civil litigation. And if the, the fine doesn't um, do damage to your bottom line, then lawyers' fees certainly will. I want to follow up on another point you made, which was about the top issues for 2011. You mentioned mobile devices as one. What do you see as being our biggest security stories as we go into the new year? Um, I think the first one we will see probably will be the expose of another um, botnet or another um, um, advanced assistance threat where an organisation will suddenly find it's lost um, many, many records uh, and they're either of uh, customer data or of um, internal uh, company-specific data. Um, I know, for example, that WikiLeaks are, are going to publish um, some information about a bank, but I think we're going to just see this happening more and more. I think we will see the continued rise of um, the sophisticated malware. I think it's going to take two or three different forms. One will be aimed at SCADA, and this will probably be done by criminal organizations who are looking to attack or bring down um, banks or utility companies for uh, extortion or blackmail purposes. I think we'll see um, the rise, if you like, of um, the mobile virus, that is, malware that's aimed at tablets and smartphones. We've talked about this, but now I think it's becoming more a reality because as people use their phones and electronic wallets to pay for goods and services, then they become more valuable. And so the traffic and the detailed information held on them will be worth to try and get hold of. The third one we will see here is going to be the right of bad app. I don't see malware being written. I think we'll see applications being offered um, on the internet outside maybe of um, the, 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 the uh, tablet or the device manufacturer's own website that's free that purports to do 
what the expensive apps do that you download from a safe site and they will have backdoors and malware in them uh, and they will be again used by criminals to collect and harvest data for use down in the future. Now there are a number of, as you know, global security and privacy uh, legislative matters, incidents that have occurred. You mentioned one initiative in the UK. What do you see as some of the biggest global issues that are going to impact the US in 2011 that people need to be aware of? I think um, one of the the most difficult ones will actually be sorting out um, security across the supply chain. You know, what is the minimum uh, level of information security that uh, organizations uh, who are working with you should have? Um, can we, if you're, can we as an organization that is purchasing your services hold our suppliers to a certain level of security? Uh, and as the supply chains become ever more global and ever more intimately connected, you know, uh, just in time spanning the globe, then I think this becomes a real key issue for us to solve. And as I said before, it's something that we haven't tackled yet, but I think we really need to start tackling because we need to ensure that our organizations, as we outsource more, as we're more reliant on um, our external suppliers for things like payroll all the way up to, you know, manufacturer assembly, we need to make sure that we protect our IP, we need to make sure that we can share our IP securely, and if we are exchanging information about people, we also need to make sure we protect that. So I think that's one of our big, big issues, getting security rights across the supply chain. And in addition to that, or perhaps it's related to it, is we need to get information security right in the cloud. And to me, the cloud is just another external supplier. It's another way of buying IT services. But we need to make sure that the, the cloud providers have got security, they get security, and they're actually building it into all of their products. If it's done well, I just think we, we may well see a really good moment in the information security profession. Because if the cloud raises the bar of security, then a lot of organizations, especially the small to medium-sized ones who use the cloud, they will have a better level of security than they could on their own. So we might actually help raise the bar generally as well as raise the bar across the supplier chains. Adrian, a final question for you. Uh, Looking for advice for security professionals, no matter where they are in the world, what are the trends and technologies they really need to know to succeed in 2011? I think there's actually two trends. There's the technology trend, which is understanding how things work, and that's getting more and more difficult with the advent of the closed systems, the closed um, environments like the Apple, for example, the Apple Eye environment. The other side is they need to know the soft skills. We can't hide behind technology anymore. We have to be able to talk to the business. We have to be able to express ourselves to the business because they need us and we need them and we still haven't breached that communication understanding gap. Um, So I think we still need to keep our technology skills sharp but we need actually to add to those skills 
and become translators. So we can talk technical, but we can also talk business, and we can talk risk to both the technology guys and the business guys, and we can then help our organizations achieve what they need to do, which in today's world is to survive, <laughs> and then to start building towards a future where we see enhanced profits and we see growth. Adrian, that's well said. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you very much. Not a problem at all. So thank you very much as well. And have a great um, Christmas. And uh, let's look forward to what could be a very good 2011 for the profession. Very good. We've been talking with Adrian Davis with the Information Security Forum. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.